What are the three major industries that are going to be huge in government contracting over the next decade? Well, that's what I'm going to be talking about today. I want to focus in on this because I think it's super important for you to hear from me. These are Mike's picks on three industries that aren't going anywhere that are going to be massive over the next decade, probably the next 50 years if I had to really say for sure. These are the big ones. So number one, custom computer programming. This has been around for a while. It's huge. It touches all kinds of things inside the government. I just don't see this going anywhere. If you do anything in custom computer programming, this is going to be a big opportunity for you over the next decade plus. The one caveat I would put out there is you need to know what systems and things the government's already using, be willing to integrate things, be able to migrate things uh, away from things. So like the government's huge on SharePoint. That's one of the things they use. They use PeopleSoft and other different software applications. So there's going to be a lot of need for customization in those areas, but there's also going to be a lot of need for migration either to or from those types of things. There's a lot of technologies. I can't even begin to list out what's all out there, but the government uses so many different things. When it gets into computer programming languages, there's probably an endless sea of options there in the computer programming languages. All the core stuff is really, really important, but being able to customize things for the government is just not going anywhere. It's huge. It's always going to be huge. We're talking billions of dollars every single year. And I just see this as a thriving opportunity. It's under the custom computer programming industry, if you will. If you do something in that space, there's massive opportunity for you. The next one I want to talk about is a trend that I see just getting worse. It's in the news. We've been talking about it for the last, I don't know, five, 10 years, pretty seriously. It's only gotten worse in the last two years is staffing. The government is always going to have a need for butts in seats. That's the language that you're always going to hear. Putting people in seats is a huge deal. Whether it is working directly with the government or whether it is working with primes who are trying to fill roles, finding talent and putting them in the job is going to continue to be extremely difficult. And because it's extremely difficult, that's why there's so much opportunity. The companies that are continually building a database of talent or the companies that are going to continue to win work because they can quickly put people in jobs. And that's going to be the difference. It's how quickly can you fill a role? The other caveat there is with a talented person. Anybody can just fill a role, but how quickly can you fill a role with a really talented person? And the more complex that role is, the harder it is for a lot of people to fill those. You can pick any sort of niche in the I call it the butts and seats category or the staffing category here. And you could pick any niche, whether it's in the medical field, whether it's in the technology field, whether it's in cybersecurity, janitorial, it almost doesn't matter. You can pick a niche in there and you're going to thrive over the next decade plus in this. It's just not going anywhere. I see it getting worse, not better anytime soon. So I'm shooting this video in September of 2022. And I would say for the next five to 10 years, whoever can fill seats the fastest is going to win a lot of work. 
Did you know we have our own community for government contractors? It's called Federal Access. Just visit federal-access.com forward slash game changers and you can get 50% off your first month. This thing is packed full of all kinds of resources, templates, documents, strategy guides, everything you need to be a government contractor and it gets you in our inner circle where you have direct access to myself and my partner, Josh Frank. So go check it out today at federal-access.com forward slash game changers. Now let's get back into this episode. That kind of parlays into my number three here, which is PM services. So project management services. I can't say enough good things about project management services. Every single project, every single contract, they always have somebody managing those kind of things. And it's either a government employee, a contracted employee, somebody else out there. The prime has them, the subs have them. PM services are going to be huge. They're going to continue to grow. It's not super hard to go and get your PM certifications. The harder part is getting the practical experience for that, but there's some really great programs for the military where they can transition into that. That's a whole other video podcast series that's out there. I've talked with my good friend Doc Wright over at Vets to PM about some of that kind of stuff. It's the SkillBridge program is the one the military uses. Great opportunities there for transitioning military to get their PM certification and then get some practical experience and then get on job, basically. That role, is so vital to everything that's out there, I just see it becoming a more important service. So if you're in the PM industry and you focus, you niche yourself, let's say you say, hey, look, we're going to focus on the CDC or we're going to focus on Army or we're going to focus on nuclear energy or we're going to focus on cybersecurity PMs, whatever it may be, if you niche your PMs, you're going to find that you have a lot of work in the multi-millions of dollars of work for startup companies millions and millions of dollars of work. There's billions in the PM game, but there's a lot of work for people that are new to the game because it's so difficult. Here's one of the things I like about PMs. The more skilled you get in different areas, like I said, you could go from managing just like building maintenance and stuff like that to managing like cybersecurity implementations, ERP implementations, nuclear energy, all these different things. The farther you go up that food chain, the more expensive those people are. There's often a lot of margin in those people. So you could put two or three of those people on task versus 12 of a lower skill PM and make a lot more money. So there's a lot of option in the PM game. I can't say enough good things about it. So my big three, number one, custom computer programming. It's not going anywhere. Number two is staffing, putting those butts in seats. It's just going to get harder to find that. And then number three was the PM services. If you provide PM services and the next decade plus is going to be gay gangbusters for you. It's probably not going anywhere for the next 50 years. But man, these three are just going to take off. There's a handful of other small ones that I see out there that will allow one person businesses to really take advantage of. But on the whole, these are the most effective. The really interesting thing that I like about whether it's custom computer programming, whether it is the staffing or whether it is PM services, they all have an opportunity for you to initially put yourself on 
on contract to get some cash flow and some experience. Then as you go, hire people on. Some really require that you can find those people and put them on and it doesn't allow for you to just be a one person company and actually grow. I like the flexibility that these three industries bring to government contracting. I really hope you enjoyed this episode of Game Changers. If you did, please go like and share this episode on your social media, as well as rate and review the episode. That helps other government contractors find out about the podcast and benefit just like you. We'll see you next time.